Okay, yeah, go ahead and record. I like a little soft intro. Hi! Almost Modern Live, a podcast so butch, so masked. Are we surprised? No, but do we expect it? Yes. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. What? Like, maybe not. No. <laughs> was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. Use use that sweat as you know, hair gel. You know, it's kind of working. It's like um, sea salt spray. You know, exactly. I always think about exactly. that when my hair is all. It's like, after terrible. The gym. It actually usually stays better after the gym. Like I don't need product after. Oh I go yeah, to the gym. you're supposed. This is that kind of like. It kind of accelerates that day three hair. You know. I have no concept of, like, I wash my hair maybe once a week, so. Really? Yeah. I don't have day three. I mean, there is day three hair. It just isn't very f- frequent. Yeah, that's that's mine. I probably do it every, I don't actually usually shampoo my hair. I think we've talked about this on here. We have certainly have. Yeah. Just conditioner. Yeah. Keep it silky. Yeah. Keep it pretty. Uh-huh. Make it smell good. Exactly. You know, not like a trash heap. Yeah. Not like trash heap. No. Speaking of trash heap. Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Andy. And this is Homo's Modern, Modern Life, a podcast about trash heaps. Yeah, Andy, do you what's ever, going on in your trash heap? When, when, do you ever, do you pick up on the signal that like when I start staring at you a lot when we're no, starting the podcast? No, I think I'm podcast, just getting better. I'm like trying to telepathically tell you to like do the intro. I mean, I know I have to do it. Like, you know, you, there was an era, sure. there was an era where like in the we beginning. We might talk for like 15 minutes yeah and in, then realize and then we're just like well yeah in the beginning I feel like I was on it and then there was a nice period in between and now I just try to figure out how to transition into it you know it is an art it, yeah certainly and it's a lot of responsibility <laughs> to be the one to start it yeah um I'm doing well uh I yeah, I'm doing good in the sense that I have had a productive couple of days at work because, mm-hmm. you know, quarter end. Uh, and I've, in the meantime, still managed to like do a lot of laundry yeah. and continue my goal of changing my sheets every week, which That's is going awesome. well. Um, not doing so well in the sense that I feel like there are a couple of corporations that are trying to gaslight me. On a personal level? Yeah. Well, one of them's personal. One of them is... Um, is this a work More of a thing? conspiracy theory. Is no. This, or just things that are happening No, the life. two corporations are Amazon <clears throat> and Apple. Oh, what's happening? Well, Amazon, I could have sworn I ordered a... Really the only piece that I need for my Halloween costume from mm-hmm. them. And I was like... Oh, hasn't that come yet you told me you ordered let me look in i know and i looked at my orders not there what right makes me wonder i feel like you sent me the screenshot of after you ordered it i mean yeah so feeling gaslit by amazon in that way Mm -hmm. 
Um, feeling gaslit by Apple in the sense that I think they're doing something with the Apple Watch. I think they are reducing the like hitbox on all of the buttons. The what? Well, it's like a it's like a video game thing. The hitbox. It's like the actual pixels that you have to hit to actually Uh-oh. like hit a thing. Yeah. Um, I think all of their the buttons on the screen. So you have like, to be way more precise. Like, yeah, they like. You have to hit them more centered than well, they the new are one just came because out because the new one is slightly bigger and like one of the main features that they like are promoting to sell the new one is that like it'll have big like the buttons will be bigger and the text will be bigger and you can like actually use like a little keyboard yeah thing and i'm just like motherfuckers you're making me they're forcing us out hit the wrong buttons because like how many times in the past two weeks have i texted you and been like so many times sorry i meant to hit dismiss hit thanks instead or okay like Like, those little auto replies that uh hang out underneath the dismiss button yeah so if you don't you can turn off dismiss button Ooh, i think but what if i want to use one well pick your poison i know but i never want to use one i know i think it's just time i i honestly i i've actually i think this is very healthy for me i've stopped wearing my apple watch okay because I think that I think all that means is you don't see my texts as fast. That is true. Uh, but I also think that I was getting <laughs> like really like OCD, especially in the time when I wasn't in spin of like what I was eating versus like how many calories I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so, and also I just started to feel generally uncomfortable wearing it. So I've kind of just like uncomfortable physically Physically, yeah, with your wrist. Yeah. I just didn't like it around my wrist. All of a sudden my wrist was claustrophobic. (laughs) It's not funny. Oh, it's a little funny. (laughs) But wrist was claustrophobic. Yeah. So I, I kind of took it. I took it off one day and like, I've been doing it because usually I'm always like after every spin class, I'm like, what was that? Like how much, like, what was it? Everything. And like, it's just felt so much better, like just going in and like enjoying the class and not worrying that like that class wasn't enough or something like that. So, cause like, I didn't think it was like something that I was doing until like everything stopped. And I realized like how much, like I was like freaking out about it, Mm. you know? Yeah. I mean, I do pay pretty close attention to my car, my like calorie burning stuff when I'm doing my workouts it's like especially during the cardio I just kind of like do cardio until I've hit my yeah like what my goal is for calories yeah but then I also don't pay attention to calories but also like like the thing spin is like so I mean what it's not like I'm super like focused on calories in and calories out I just like want to know that I'm burning what I consider to be like a good workout yeah I mean, but like spin class in 45 minutes, it's going to be what it's going to be. Like right, I didn't yeah, pour yeah. it, even <laughs> when I teach it, like it's, it's decided before I walk in the room, what it's going to be. Yeah. So like trying to like micromanage that I think was. Yeah. That's not unhealthy. Yeah, when you can't yeah. even like control it. Yeah. I also think that I need to do a general technology cleanse. I think that I've invited too many computers into my life. <laughs> I was like looking around my apartment because I had the big internet thing where I like couldn't get 
the the internet on my work computer has been slow well it stopped letting me add devices to my another way amazon is trying to ruin my life uh yes and because i also have the amazon one yeah and so it stopped letting me add devices and i was like what the fuck so i had to like reset the whole network and i was like do i really have that many devices connected to the internet oh i have i mean i know but it just felt not great so I don't know. I'm going to try to like pair back. Why do I have four echoes in my 600 square foot apartment? Well, that's a great question, actually. But you know what's funny? The old ones work better than the new ones. Well, and that's on, I don't know, just companies being cheap. Listen to me when I say your name. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, Apple came out with new colors of HomePods. I know. I mean, Amazon, if once you're again, they're actively trying to ruin my life. Amazon. The new colors are oh pretty my, cute. I'm going to talk into my phone. Amazon, if you're listening, if you <laughs> don't fix my Echoes or send me the new one, I'm selling them all and getting HomePods. Yeah. Take that. You know, I think that's just selling how- four Echoes could put a small dent in the cost of one HomePod. <laughs> I sell four Echoes. Yeah. I could get two HomePods, you know? Uh, no. 200? Yeah. Okay, 50 for four. For what kind of echoes? I have this one with the screens. Oh, the shows. Yeah, the I have the two new like, shows. The dots are like $20. I have the two new shows in both sizes. I have uh, Echo wow. Spot, which is not made anymore, but a great device. <laughs> and the <laughs> one little dot. I'll probably keep the dot. Oh my gosh. And the Google so Home. Much. What? It came free. Something about like the way I signed up for like Spotify. If you did it, you got a free one. So I have one of those. Um, okay. I'm starting to agree with you that you have too many devices yeah, in your I have home. a Fire TV. <laughs> I just sold finally my old Apple TV. I have two Apple TVs. Do you have two TVs? I yes, have two TVs. You have two TVs. But like, man, I was just looking around. I was like, I just feel like I'm in a purge. I'm going to purge a lot. Oh, you need, yeah. For sure. Now that everything's in the apartment. Well, yeah. Now that everything's in and you've kind of gotten it unpacked to the point of you're like, this is how I live here. Yeah. Well, and also now you can really decide what you don't need. Yeah. And I haven't brought this up to you, so I'm going to do it right now on the podcast. Um, there are some things that are HML like related that I know we need to keep. Uh-huh. But you have closets. I'm They're filled to the brim, but I, I can find room. Perfect. Great. <laughs> <laughs> like a green I, we have a green screen you guys there's possibilities with Since that when? we've always had it we've just never I've never it. seen it yeah it's because it's been wrapped up it's never been open no well i mean it has been used oh but not by us oh. i have a green screen who knew but Maybe i feel when like we, um twitch oh uh, yeah twitch yeah because i have an xbox now where i was incredibly cut off at the end of the last episode yeah well it was the end of the episode. That's true. But I do really like the Xbox so far. I am surprisingly very much enjoying the Star Wars game, uh-huh. which is very reminiscent in gameplay to Zelda to me, except it's Unreal Engine and Star Wars and unskippable cutscenes and Forrest oh, Whitaker. Not unskippable cutscenes. Yeah. I mean, the let's, thing is let's like... Let's do an episode about unskippable It cut does scenes. really feel like I am just in control of the action of like a full-fledged star wars trilogy yeah which is kind of cool but also like sometimes i'm like i don't have the time i'm trying to get in here for a quick game i just wanted a quick play session you know 
but now I have to watch this half hour episode of TV. Yeah, especially like one of the bosses, like you'll walk in because there's always like this dialogue and you can't skip it. And Wait, I'm just even like, like if you die yeah. and you go back yeah. and you come back and you can't skip it, yeah. <gasps> that is a sin. Yeah. Or if you like log out mid cut scene, it starts over. The but it is a great game. And Sims 4. Man, let me tell you how much oh wild shit I've done in there. I think, I've murdered people. I think because of you, I've started getting on Sims talk. Oh, really? Like, I've started seeing Sims 4 TikToks. And it's, I'm just like, I don't... Yeah. I've never... It's never been my culture, Sims. Mm-hmm. I, at one point, it would have been. I really wanted it to be. Yeah. I, it just never was. I very much, it's very much, because I was trying to explain it to somebody who had never heard of Sims. He's mm-hmm. not from here, so. Be sure. They didn't grow up with it. But I was like, it's basically virtual dollhouse, but you get to build your own dollhouse and the dolls are alive. Yeah. And so my favorite duo is a brother and sister. And do you make them fuck? No, one murders people by trapping them in her party (laughs) basement. Um, God, it took like six days for them to die. But what I did is create a room with all windows. And on the the fun side of the window is like couches and like a coffee bar. And then they hired a uh, bartender to come down, invited all their friends over while the other people on the other side of the window just trapped. And all they had was a toilet. And so and the people on the equipment. fun side of the window can see the people. Yeah, dying. but no one did anything about it. And what's even more fun in these Sims is you can lock doors, but allow certain people to go through. So it was locked for everybody but my little Black Widow. Um, Interesting. And then when the Grim Reaper came, she started flirting with him, as she should. <laughs> is she going to fuck the Grim Reaper? I'm going to try to get him. I just got to kill possible? some more people. Yeah. So you can oh my God. add him to your house, but he only comes for a little bit. And so it takes a while. So that's so much. Yeah. I also built an, I uh, think, I don't think I'm creative you can enough. Also build basements in this sim. You can build three story basements in this. So then one, I made a house of all shirtless, muscular white men. Cause like flocked together and they were all dating each other. Um, how many uh there were two couples and then um i made like one of them the younger brother that lived in the house with them but he just became an adult so now he's like in the mix but it's a great little house upstairs it's like one bedroom one kitchen one living room looks very normal you go down in the basement and it's like six bedrooms you go down and then it's like 27 party rooms in every possible gym because you can just buy rooms now that are furnished, it's so much easier. I, I don't even know what to say. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's just, it's too much. Yeah. I can't. I mean, it's a great God. I will never. It's a God complex, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a break. I'm going to go murder more people on Sims. And when we return, we're joined with a very special guest. So don't touch that dial. Welcome back. We are joined with a very special guest. Please welcome Trent Rush, the frontman of the Wild Frontiers. Trent, welcome. Hello. It's good to be awesome. here. Hello. Thanks for coming. Now, for those that don't know the Wild Frontiers, can you tell us a little bit about your your band? 
Yes, we are an alternative rock band uh, uh, originally from Dallas. Now we're kind of scattered um, because of the pandemic, but mm-hmm. we have been making music pretty much all of our lives. We kind of connected uh, a little bit after high school. We went to school like in different parts of Texas. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, now we just make badass music slowly, but we make the music. <laughs> so you're <laughs> collaborating virtually from different parts of the country yeah that's what we've been doing so i uh went through a big breakup and um it was in the middle of quarantine mm, great for so music, like right yeah it's the best <laughs> <laughs> love the love channeling that pain <laughs> um but i went through a big breakup and it was january uh 2021 i moved back in with my parents and it was they were the first people i saw in like eight months because uh oh, yeah. it was just me <sighs> and my two partners that i was quarantining with and um we split and i moved back with my folks in like late august of 2020 and then up until january 2021 i was living with them and um i just decided that i needed to be i've been i'd been looking to escape dallas for a long time because i've just been kind of unhappy there for majority of my life and um as it's texas as as a queer, yeah. well, yeah. creator it's kind of there's difficult. plenty of reasons you know no, um, no need to justify yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> not no shade but i grew up there so i can i feel like i could throw a little shade um but i had a lot of like um of my queer friends that i had made on like twitter and like these people would become like my best closest friends and i was like why why does it always feel like this amazing escape vacation every time I get to hang around rarely uh, another queer person why can't this just be my life every day and I realized oh shit it can be so uh, (laughs) the big breakup band wasn't doing literally anything because of quarantine no clubs are open pandemic and stuff I was like I'm gonna move to Pittsburgh because um, a ton of my friends are either moving there or already live there and so we just kind of created a little quarantine bubble here in Pittsburgh and like, I've never been more comfortable like with who I am. (laughs) It's been been really, really cool. It's like internet friends are so important, but it's so great when they, especially as queer people, because like (laughs) there's not a lot of community in a lot of communities. And so like to have that sense of community online and it's not just like internet friends, like they true, like you get on discord call. We discorded every single night, like our whole group. And when I met them in real life, it didn't feel weird and that's like how you know that you really got to like the meat of the yeah relationship. yeah well that's why like i remember when we went to um, we went to new york for world pride before everything but like through memes of course like i mm-hmm. like been in this group with all these other memers like Vlad and tony and you know whatever but like honestly like meeting them was like so easy like i was like yeah. a little nervous at first because yeah i was like, too <laughs> but you know like it we all got along already for a reason so it just makes sense that we would get along in real life right uh real quick what is not allowed to talk about like is there profanity nothing stuff oh, like can we talk yeah. about whatever and to say anything no yeah. okay cool yeah, yeah. as soon yeah. as i got here i fucked all my friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was great oh you know, if i had more time in new york well, it <laughs> New York's like a few hours from me too. Like yeah. I, uh, I, I cannot wait to go to like a big event and to go to like uh, one of the, like yeah. kink bars or whatever. Yeah. Anywhere with a dark room, yeah. I'm like happy with. So great, yeah. <laughs> they just, um, 
I was just there and the Eagle was closed because they were like expanding, yeah. I think. So now yeah. it's even bigger. More. I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't talked to anybody that's been or knew about the expansion or anything, but like uh, they say the cock is great and the Eagle, the New York mm-hmm. Eagle is fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, if yeah, I can. I've been to the cock. They just like, they light like one candle in the corner of the bar and they're, they're like, like, figure it out. That's your light. Yeah. Exactly. Good luck. <laughs> Have fun, boys. <laughs> so if I can ask, how much does your the queer part of your life or even the you know you i meant you mentioned partners um how much does all of that come through in the music that you make um not as much as i want it have wanted it to i have suppressed a lot of who i am in my art kind of only i'm mm-hmm. uh, not just only like social life everything um i i've not said what I've really wanted to say in full just yet. And with the pandemic, I have come to the realization that I need to live as authentically as possible. I know that's kind of cliche as like an artist, but I really was like suppressing who I was around my band around like, you know, maybe not fans because a lot of the time fans are like very, at least in my experience, like queer adjacent. So I could really kind of open up to them in private about like everything but when it comes to the art itself i've definitely showcased a major side of who i am and i'm really proud of the stuff that i've made but i really want to move to a different window and talk more about the queer experience in my art without being cliche and without being not that there's anything wrong with cliches i like cliches i'm very cliche in a lot of ways but what i mean by cliche is i'm not looking to be um todrick i'm not looking to be lady gaga i really want to stay within my corner of genre and art but i want Mm -hmm. to talk more about sex positivity body positivity kink positivity queer positivity like all of that because that has not really been talked about in like the rock indie rock right outside of like maybe a few tiktoks (laughs) you know what i mean yeah that's kind of what i'm going for in the next that does remind me i saw todrick on saturday yeah he's awesome and they played they played nails hair hips heels and yeah, he, he was just wait. Like does Todrick go by the giving nothing? Yeah, uh, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't Actually. think I've ever heard either. Hmm. They strike me as a they. <laughs> I think he just. I think they just just Todrick. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like share. It's just works uh, for everything. So what uh, what is the makeup of your band? Are so are they all queer or nope. nah? Nah. Nope. Okay. I am black sheep. <laughs> I'm the rainbow. Are they supportive? Um, Yes, they're very supportive. I, um, I had a very bad experience in high school with my band and we were actually like on track to get signed. So like, it was a real deal. And my band in high school literally broke up because they didn't want me like promoting equality and granted this was like 2012, 2013. Yeah. Great year. Still too late, Mary. But, Mm. um, it was a while back and luckily they've all grown as individuals and we're all still friends, but like, and they're all doing their own thing and like good for them. But um, that is kind of the reason. So I kind of had some, like a little bit of like PTSD from that. And I, I had a sure. major trust issues with like musicians in general, because a lot of the time musicians are kind of looked at as these incredibly esoteric individuals who have like knowledge, but like, 
I work with musicians. Musicians can be dipshits. And like, so I'm kind of, I was very, very hesitant at like 20-ish, 19, 20-ish when I met these guys because I was like, all right, I'm in Texas. I've got to be careful about who I choose to work with. And so I vetted them for like a really long time and like became friends with them at first and was like, just kind of hinting that I was gay and like hinting that like this and that. And years down the line, uh, especially now after quarantine and stuff like that, like I am so unapologetically queer as fuck. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, they don't. Well, I, I was even thinking about it because it's it's I don't know if ironic is the right word, mm. but I do feel like at least a lot of rock, a lot of alt rock like especially the ones like when we were growing up in some ways i think we're very much the blueprint of the gay look uh, <laughs> you know wait for real expand on that i, I want to hear more like about yeah. if like i think of like the are you talking about like panic at the disco panic at the disco all american rejects oh you mean like, like emo twinkies emo. yeah, yeah emo. but oh, like yeah, not yeah. quite <laughs> And then when you even get into rock, you have people like Steven Tyler and, you know, yeah. whatever. So Stevens. it's all there. It's all presented. But Kiss, sure. gay as I shit, but Kiss. straight as fuck. You this know? was so rude to my mom, like, oh. back in the fucking 80s. Like, oh, yeah, well, I... Kiss flirted <laughs> with my mom, so. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck Kiss and fuck Gene Simmons. I'll go, on the I'll go on the record. record. I hate. Gene I don't think Simmons. my mom has ever seen Kiss. <laughs> she was yeah. My mom was like a hostess uh, uh, at a club uh, back when yeah. he was dating Diana Ross. So like seventies, sixties, seventies. Yeah, I was almost uh, uh, Simmons. What if? What if? God. That's an episode for you. You uh, uh, dodged a bullet. <laughs> okay so you hate kiss who do you like yeah my what, uh, okay what's your favorite band and what then and then after that what's your favorite band that we've heard of because i yeah. know no i'm not see i'm, not one, those, gonna say I'm not one of those people like i'm not one of those people like oh this band that has two followers on soundcloud is my favorite act i have bands <laughs> that i like who have two followers on soundcloud but like i'm not the person that's just gonna like boast about the most obscure thing i know i fucking yeah, love panic at the disco i fucking love like mainstream <laughs> shit I uh my favorite band, which is a very complicated question because I have a million different versions. Sure. Of mm-hmm. I would if I had to chalk it up to like my biggest inspiration, probably the 1975. That's like oh, yeah. one of my absolute favorite acts. That I've like maybe name one show. of their songs. That the, I 1975. Know. the 1975. The 1975. You would definitely you've definitely I'm heard very that. bad at yeah, recall. I, I like I can see their faces. I can see his pretty little face with the black Maddie, hair. Maddie's yeah. Cool. I, uh, yeah. 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 You know the 1975. I mean, name one of their songs that I know. That I don't know. Uh, Here's the problem. Love Me was names. on the radio forever. It was like love oh. me. Love. Like the. Hmm. Okay. Andy would not do great at song association. <laughs> no, no. Um, another band I, that I'm obsessed I with. I know lyrics. Uh, I, I love uh, my favorite creator of all time is mm-hmm. Justin from Bon Iver. Bon Iver is my favorite. Okay. Uh, like, and yeah, he, like yes. he does work. With, he does. He's been doing tons of work with Taylor Swift lately. And like, I was about to say, are you loving his work yeah, with Taylor Swift? Exile. Exile is like probably. And I that came out like two weeks before my breakup. So yeah. that song oh. was kind of the soundtrack, and it was a five-year relationship. <laughs> oh, don't you? I mean, oh, 
I mean, aren't you so glad that you're glad single it. right now I, when Adele is about to come out with a new album? Oh, the song, it, the single that That's just so came great. out kicked my ass. Uh-huh. Oh my God. But no, <laughs> I I'm just like, I'm finally at that point. It's so it's been a year uh, officially. So like mm. I, I'm at that point where like I am very, very okay with everything. It was a mutual breakup. Yeah. It was just like, mm-hmm. you know, it's but you could regardless. lean into it and yeah. just have a real are good you at the, sad at the, girl fall. Are you at the point uh, that you're okay with it enough to where you can use it? Ooh. Yes. Because uh, I don't want you gotta so, take something. So since I'm still friends with my exes, I don't like to I don't want to pull the Taylor Swift and like violate their privacy with any type of sure, writing. So like sure. anything that I sing about will be vague when it comes to that. Cause like, I do want to talk about the pain of that because even though we're still friends and everything, it was painful. And it, yeah. I, you know, I, I know that it was painful for the other two as well. And so like, I still want to talk about it, but I don't want to do it in a way of like, fuck you, you know? Cause it's not, that's just not how I feel. It really was like a, shit we really aren't going anywhere anywhere this just kind of sucks but like let's just rip the band-aid off and yeah. we'll be better off and we have been and they're engaged now i'm super happy for them and that's awesome and like i'm single and going to the bathhouse and having a great yeah. time so well mm. and too i'm always interested in this because i was in a polyamorous relationship uh when i was 18 it was yeah. really weird it was less of a triangle and more of a like up arrow if that makes sense mm, yeah, yeah so yeah. like yeah yeah so like what first of all sorry i'm throwing my jewel around oh, good god uh what i assume it was with two men uh uh so yeah it was with uh one man and one uh amab non-binary person perfect so what was the dynamic like if i can ask between uh, my partner and i were together you? for a few years and um i met someone who was a giant fan of my music and um they were also kind of in the queer like kink scene a little bit and um i was like we randomly met like in a group chat and it was in Mm -hmm. like a group chat that like we had no idea we would find each other and i was like wait aren't you that person on twitter and they were like yeah and i was like oh cool and then so i they they came to a show and like we immediately connected and um this and that and then uh they started hanging out with me and my my ex and um we just kind of eventually fell into a relationship and the pandemic did put a big strain on it but like what happened happened and like i very much enjoyed the time that i had with them and now i'm very much enjoying the time that i have i'm thinking this sounds like a very good base for a script for like a lifetime-esque movie of it wasn't that cinematic unfortunately (laughs) no but we could make it groupie worms his way into a group chat to like connect with the the musician (laughs) they were not and then it ends up instead of falling in love with the musician steals his they very wow, quickly man. went from fan to friend. And so Parker. like, they don't, ca- they don't count as a groupie. A groupie is someone that <laughs> I have no idea. And like, I see them at every show, but I still don't know them. <laughs> it's uncomfortable and this and that. A groupie is like, for, it sounds for, like the level before stalker. Yeah. Groupie yeah. is like a few <laughs> levels. Like you can go. We'll see. And that's what makes it there. Like uh, yeah, groupie and then fan a... club and then fan club member and then stalker. Like that's Where does Rody? Where does oh, Rody is, Rody is your assistant. Rody is the oh. Rody. Rody's like the people that on the payroll. Sure They're have. properly in the group. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. yeah Rody's so, are literally you part make of the a, staff. But if you want to make it a lifetime movie, they have to be stalker level. So yeah, they were not stalker know, level. I'll wait till I have up. a real stalker because <laughs> yeah, <I'm> perfect. 
keep us in the loop. Colin will write the script. It'll be great. Yeah. Sounds good. I post my ass on the internet enough to get a stalker. I'm sure I have some, <laughs> so like, we're good. Oh, man. Yeah, but, uh, well, ass, but do you post feet pics on the internet? Because that's do I post I mean, what? I think that's what feet pics. I think that's what people are really interested no, in. I, is very fascinated with the idea of celebrity feet culture. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's that website? Not into it, but just. I'm not, yeah, I'm not into it. Celebritytfeetpics.com. Like, Wiki feet. Like yeah, Wiki yeah, Wiki feet. <laughs> Don't you have to have a password or some shit now? I was listening on a podcast and they talked about it. Like they now made it to where it's like member only. And so you can't just like troll the website. I mean, there's not a lot of things that I like aspire to in life as far as like fame and fortune, but Mm -hmm. I would like to have a ratings on WikiFeet just so that I, if you have literally any modicum of online presence, you probably have a WikiFeet page. They have everybody. It's fucking insane. I think I have gorgeous feet personally. I have Uh, little princess feet. They're in shoes very well. Um, (laughs) I just always thought I could be a foot model if it ever came down to, you know, a yeah, loss for things to yeah. do. Well, speaking of, yeah, what are the, what, let's talk about fetish. Yeah, I was going to jump yeah. into that. So, speaking of, you've mentioned the kink community mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, I never know how exactly to ask this. Uh, Just ask away. What, what, what are you kinky for? Uh, I'm a pup, like big time. Interesting. I love being a pup. Like, I kind of like, was afraid of it at first because I would see the hoods and I would just be like, that looks fucking weird. Claustrophobic. Mm. It's a little claustrophobic. Like what's going on. And I started pretty much every, at least a good half, if not more of like the queer friends that I was talking about earlier, like here in Pittsburgh, like they're all pups. And so like, I kind of had a very organic introduction into that scene. And I was, I was very much given a crash course on it and, Mm-hmm. they just kind of educated me on like what it was and like what it does for them. And it's not just like, it's not just like something that's like horny. It's, it's so much more like kink and fetishes are so different. Kink spaces mm-hmm. can be asexual and like they can be mm-hmm. non horny and it's literally all about the pup headspace. And that's what they like taught me. And mm-hmm. it really, really enticed me and it was about two-ish, two and a half years ago that I kind of got introduced to this. And so my buddy was like, I have a Mr. S pup hood. I don't really use it. It's not my thing. I gave it a shot. Do you want to just buy it off me? And I was like, yeah. And this was the photographer for my band. It was like the one queer person that like I got to work with, mm-hmm. <laughs> except uh, save for my uh, merch girl who was awesome. And I love her so much. Um, but like, it was cool to like have someone kind of in the kink scene also mm-hmm. working in Texas with my band of amongst, you know, normies and straight people. Yeah. And so I, before a show, I went over to his house and I, I tried it on and I was like, Oh fuck. I love this. This is, yeah. it's like, it's like a drag queen in heels for the first time. Yeah, you, It's you that know, same you know. sense of euphoria. And it's like, it's like, it's not claustrophobic. It's more like blinders. Like oh, every, the outside world just kind of disappears. And like, <laughs> you're just, you're just a dog. And it's great because dogs don't have to pay taxes. Dogs don't have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> well, Oh, dog, they, they do be having anxiety. They do be having anxiety. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm going to walk that one back. But uh, My dog uh, has anxiety pills, sir. But yeah, um, so I started so... getting involved in the pup scene at, and uh, a little bit online, especially I kind of started creating like a bit of a pup like persona online and stuff and 
once that like breakup hit and like, I realized I could just move anywhere I wanted to, I'm like, I'm going to go be around people like me because it always felt like a vacation when I did get to be around people like me. And so I'm just going to go turn that into my life. And I have, and I've lived here for 10 months now and I feel so much, so much better. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a different, um, I mean, maybe this varies from person to person, but is there a different persona with, is, is your like, is, is it like a a different, yeah. It depends per person for me personally, I just become a little bit simpler when I put on like the pup hood. Like it's, Mm -hmm. I just like, I go into the headspace and a lot of the time I'm just in the hood and just being myself and like talking normally, but it's nice to know that no one can see my expression. They can only see my Mm -hmm. eyes. It's nice to know that like, I'm also into fashion, even though I might not look at right now, I'm very much um, (laughs) unshowered and unshaved and I look like (laughs) shit, but like, I'm very into fashion. So like the hood coordinating with the outfit, like I usually like pretty good and also like when I'm around other pups, I can literally just go into the headspace and like be a dog. And like, it's, yeah. it yeah. sounds cringy to anybody who doesn't understand that. And like is involved with like kink spaces. But if you know what kink headspaces are, like it's very, very, a, a, I, I suffer from a lot of anxiety. So it's very anxiety reducing. Yeah. Well, and I, um, I think the thing that like for me, cause I, honestly, there are a, a lot of people that do pup in Dallas Mm-hmm. They are out all the time. Like they are amongst us. Like I never saw them but, when I was in Dallas. <laughs> really? When you say it like that. No, they I just mean like us. I They're just always us. feel like I see like a uh, uh, gaggle of them. Yeah. You know. But like, I, it, I never. I think it's the, Tuesday nights at TMC. The TMC Roundup. All but see, it, I fucking twenty twenty not tw- New Year's Eve twenty nineteen into twenty twenty. I literally was the only one there in my pup hood at TMC. I was on the patio and come midnight. They were in the back. Yeah. Mm, they do hang out in the back. Yeah, the back, back and well, and the front. I I I go, I'm a I'm a traveler. Um <laughs> I literally was the only one to count down. And when I screamed Happy New Year, everyone gave me the dirtiest look. Oh. At midnight. Uppity. Are you I sure you like, went on East you? Coast time? I, I just, I never, ever, yeah. ever got lucky enough to connect with the king scene in Dallas, and like it just, yeah, it just never worked. That's wild. So, what I was gonna, I was gonna ask, are we like verging into the territory of like Dom sub with this, or is this just mm-hmm. more of like you know the the couples that go and pretend to be spies and they don't know each other and they meet at dinner type thing? Does that make uh, sense? Yeah. Like, totally. is uh, it a power play thing, or it is be, it like? It's, a, it's very versatile. It's not really one thing. There are sure. def there like there's the pet play aspect of it that like a lot of the time that has like a master uh like dumb sub type of vibe to it. And then there's people like me who are like, you know, I don't have like an owner or anything like that. I I, just, I throw on the hood and I, I'm very casual with my kink. I I'm very much in intense with it, but I'm very casual in terms of like it's not my main like drive when I'm going out. It's not like my yeah. main thing. It's just kind of part of me. And mm-hmm. um, personally, I I like I like being domed, but it's more in like a bedroom setting versus sure. like 
uh, versus like a casual king space head setting. Yeah. I, if I'm just in public in my hood, I, I prefer to just be me and yeah. not worry about like a dom or a sub. But like I'm not, I'm open to it. I'm there's nothing that I'm really like not open to. But yeah, it, unless I in the moment am just not feeling it. I always establish consent boundaries and like safe words and stuff like that. Like it's that's very important to me. Yeah, yeah. it almost does seem like a it could be i mean you know like like you said it depends person to person but it could be kind of like this midway point between dom sub and furry oh yeah it's like, it's, it's incredibly adjacent i mean pittsburgh is literally the furry capital like i oh really oh yeah pittsburgh is the furry capital no that's where anthony i just like happens. it's so hot in those it does things seem hot. It, it i is, feel they're like mascot outfits it is right? i've been in, wow. i've been in, I've been in many. <laughs> Well, so it's actually interesting to hear you talk about it because it is, I think, more relatable for me. I don't think I would ever do putt play. I'm very claustrophobic in face. Like, like he was just talking earlier about how he has stopped wearing his Apple Watch because his wrist got claustrophobic. Oh, you know, wow. so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that person. <laughs> but it might not it, be it, for you then because it's very huggy. It's very huggy yeah, uh-uh. on your face. Mm-mm. No, you know, uh uh-uh. um, But what is interesting is kind of what I was talking about on the last episode when we were talking about fashion and like why painting my nails Mm kind of like Mm -hmm. painting my nails kind of like locked me into this character because I very much like to go out and serve characters. Like when we went to the movies, I was a very different person than when we went to in the Heights. Yeah. Right. Well, you put on an earring. So I put on an earring. Good God. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's, it's it's stuff like that i like i like the idea of like today i'm gonna be like a little like punk rock and wear a lot of black and then tomorrow i'm gonna be like you know uh you know a little you should see my closet you should see my closet those are my two moods those are my two moods so and it's and i think it's it's just kind of another layer of that right like if i did drag that would just be another layer into this like I'm just going out. I'm still being me. I'm just so presenting wait, Tyler, differently. Than exactly. That we're all born naked and the rest is drag. Is drag like is that. so? I'm drag is like the one queer space that I'm just very not involved in. And I is think drag considered on, like a kink space, or is it more of an identity? Well, again, you're kind of it, it is actually individual. in the way that you've described the pup play, I would say it's not too dissimilar. Like when I mm-hmm. did drag, I was still me, but kind of the same thing. You were like, no one can see my expressions. You know, like unless they like really knew me, like they didn't know who I was as a drag queen, mm-hmm. right? My body's different. My face is painted. So it's like highlighted differently. I'm in a different set of hair. Um, yeah. In a sense, it'll, it allows a separation between you and the audience, whether yeah. that be like an audience audience or like just other people. Like- same with like the club kids. Like it's all the same kind of like, mm-hmm. it just kind of like allows um, uh, a new level of like, public anonymity yeah is not really the right anonymity word you, is the correct word i you're love not really anonymity. hiding who you are no you're but still it, yeah. there there's that level but, of anonymity yeah, that that is a big part a of it of freedom. for me yeah, yeah and especially in drag it is very nice because all of a sudden people open doors for you because they treat you like a motherfucking lady is what they do every <laughs> oh, once yeah. in a while they'll throw a dollar at you if for someone no reason. is not if someone is not like entirely averted to the pup thing where they're like what the fuck uh, like getting treated like a dog by a complete stranger when you're in your pop is just like, 
the best. It is That's pure good, fucking dude. euphoria. Yeah. We like it's so good. <laughs> I recently was asked if I like to be degraded, and I said absolutely mm-hmm. not. <laughs> I can't handle it. I have I, like people. I have so many friends who have a bullying kink, and I'm like, no. I, I have and- trauma with bullying, so I respect your kink i'm just personally not into it um it's just definitely not for me <laughs> you're like i'm not i'm not doing pup play because i want to be treated like i'm less than human i want to no. be treated like people treat dogs yeah. literally no literally that's like part they treat of them so well <laughs> like pat my head give me some bacon like that's literally take me it. outside and i'm good to go <laughs> you know I mean, it's a good strategy. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's one of the things like, and I always feel like I live in this very strange world of, uh, I like to say I'm a submissive, but I'm a control freak. Mm. So I kind I really of have just... found like people, what like whatever they do in real life, like outside of the bedroom, a lot of the time they're like the opposite in the bedroom. So like, yeah, I hate I'm a control choices. freak. My band will tell you, I literally just have to be at the forefront of everything. And like, tie me the fuck up in the bedroom like i oh, do yeah. not want to be in control that i'm a pillow funny. princess i am like a full-on bottom <laughs> yeah sorry I mom just, i don't care listening to this. i don't care what i'm doing as long as like kind of like someone's just kind of walking me through the motions because mm-hmm. like not having to think is like the hottest thing i can imagine. oh my god like you give me like a little bit of booze and like some poppers and just like it's over <laughs> I want to be head I'm empty. So I'm head middle. empty only. I just need yeah. somebody to play opposite. Like <laughs> I'll just whatever somebody else is doing. I'll just do the other thing. Right. Well, and that's <laughs> what I've always so- said is like I feel like um, you know, and I was telling this somebody else. Part of the reason we're friends is that like, <laughs> and it's funny because I think about this with all the people that you're close of. Uh, all the people I think you're close with, we're all kind of like storms. Mm. storms. And yeah, we are. So we I'm are a storm chaser. No, you're a rock. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So you're there and we're just like swirling around you with all of that. But because of that, you're an adaptable rock. Well, of course. Yeah. So you're like clay. <laughs> that could be your pup name. Pup clay. clay. Pup clay. We love it. Do you have a pup uh, name? So a lot of people have pup names. Uh, it's not something that I've identified with. Uh, so like going back onto that whole like, are you you or are you like a persona a lot it's different right. for each person because that's kind of what i was wondering is if yeah. like if you're a pup are you spot you know yeah. yeah well a lot of people have like very stereotypical like dog names or uh-huh. they'll just use a uh, alter ego name um some people come up with like crazy sounding names that are very unique to them and i i just i don't really go by like pup something i'm just kind of me um, yeah. but I still get into the headspace just as much as the other people do. Like it, it's just, it's very varying. It's very varying like person to person. And that's what I love. Yeah. I like a kink community that is versatile. And so that way there's kind of a flavor for everybody. And it's not just like one hyper specific thing. Yeah. But I do think there is, uh, and then it's probably some old saying, I don't know, from Harry Potter. That's like, there's power in a name, right? So I do That's think that, yeah, sure. <laughs> Same thing. Um, but it is true. Cause like, I remember like when I was like trying to pick my, I think there's two ways you go, right. Drag names that are funny. Mm. Right. We all know those like, welcome to the stage, pee in a closet, you know, whatever. <laughs> but 
like uh, the other half of it, I think is like picking the, cause I just saw something about Pandora box, like paying tribute to her namesake Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is like kind of pulling at these things that like build this character and like push it to the next level of, of life. Right. So like, you know, and I think for the people that are into pup play where they really want to go into that complete and utter headspace of the dog, that name kind of has to exist. Right. Mm -hmm. It has to be that. So like my drag name was Marnie X Christ. Why Mm -hmm. Marnie from the Hitchcock movie? Like she was my persona. Mm -hmm. She's insane. Um, And then the X was for the, amount of like fucking bondage style I would do. Mm-hmm. And then the Christ was uh, actually more of an antichrist thing. Well, yes. The subversive. satanic side. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. So <laughs> like it was, and that's the thing is like, everyone's like, that's such a weird name. And I was like, no, there's like, there's a lot of reasoning behind mm-hmm. like all of this. Right. Um, uh, but I think it's kind of the same thing, you know, when a, pup picks his name or is named <laughs> i don't think that that's the other thing i don't think the pup could really choose their own name oh yeah a lot of them a lot of them do um i that feel like seems incorrect well maybe you need to go on a spirit <laughs> i'm a gonna spirit invalidate like, that for it kind of the same way that like quest, but like you know your pup quest to find mm. your pup name oh that's cute i actually like that a lot that's very sweet <laughs> um i i in the same way that like furries have like a persona pups are kind of that same realm of like they find like an alter ego or identity that represents them and so like that's kind of like where they choose their name and it becomes like part of them especially if they're not like a furry they're only a pup because it's definitely very adjacent but there are mutually exclusive ones and like people that only Mm -hmm. identify as either or and um the pups who identify as only pups um, I've found to be very cool and like very, very like, I love my furry pup friends too, but like the pups, since I'm involved in that community as well, it's like, it's cool to talk to someone who is only involved in the kink community side of everything. And yeah. to talk to like pups who are only involved in the pup community is interesting because they're, they're like, their identity is, is so ingrained into that. And I just find it interesting. I don't know where I was going with yeah. that. I'm sorry. No, okay. <laughs> I just find it cool. I just like hanging around. Like th- the people that I try to surround myself with are like, you know, not just queer people, but like queer people who are adjacent to the communities that I occupy and like yeah. the mm-hmm. weird side of things because I like the weird side of things. It makes me feel safe. It makes me feel comfortable. I've always been kind of the person that everybody finds odd and it feels so fucking good to not feel that feeling anymore is like i'm just i'm just one of the people now i'm just Mm -hmm. one of the guys as they say even though there's many many genders in our group and it just feels good and i try to replicate that energy with anybody that i hang out with or meet or you know associate with and and that includes like normie cishet straight people like in the music industry if they're not down for this part of me they're not down for me entirely and yeah i that's been this new epiphany that I've had in the last like year, year and a half of like, even if I I know that I have to work with like cishet people in order to have a career and I'm happy to do that, but they have to be on board with who I am at least the degree that I need them to be like, 
yeah they cannot under get they can not get the pup stuff they could that's not at the forefront of my art career like i'm open about that but i'm in my art i'm more, more talking about like the general queer experience but i don't know i think maybe you need like your... this i like to talk about <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think you yeah. need your call me by your name montero moment or uh, i mean or you go oh my god is, i'm so the kink album i'm so fucking jealous of lil nas because when i was like 16 <laughs> i wanted to be that i was like i'm gonna be the first queer artist to fucking openly express all this and openly celebrate yeah. all this and but I'm he still had to sneak his Nas, of all people but he still had to sneak his way in yeah, with he had everything to use that Billy yeah. Ray Cyrus yeah back door and then I just the... watched a video where he's like doing this thing with a girl and I was like wow he must have been so uncomfortable but you could always do your pup persona and go like the Orville Peck route I would so like I to say. love I love I would love to do like a very sensual collaboration with someone who identifies as a woman because I love the intimacy between genders and I, I love like cross gender intimacy. I, I find it in I find it just incredibly intense and I like to celebrate that level of intimacy, even if it's non-sexual and non-romantic. It's just very platonic human to human love and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm getting drunker as I go along. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're good. Well, Trent, uh, honestly, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Um, We learned a lot. We learned a lot. I feel more actually like we're, like I said, relatable to the pup scene. Again, not for my face. I might cry. Um, which we don't need that. But now you, you pet mask. No, they have a couple uh, different hoods. One. They have the ones that are open hair, so it literally is. Just well, like this I'm gonna be a cat this year for Halloween, so they like maybe those. this is the foray into <laughs> the foray into the 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 other side of things. Hey, the pet, the pet play scene is not just dogs. It's not just dogs. I have <laughs> oh, a friend. Oh my god, hamsters. <laughs> Ooh, um, hold me. But. Trent, where can they find you on the internet? Um, you can follow me at Trent Rush Music, pretty much any um, any platform. Uh, my band is called The Wild Frontiers, and you can just search The Wild Frontiers and all of our... Oh, excuse me. Hold up, whiskey. Um, <laughs> you can just strong. search The Wild Frontiers on Google, and like we should pop up. And we are on Spotify, and we are actually just under... 6,000 streams from hitting a million on our single drive. Oh, nice. So I'm really excited about that. That's like actually a dream come true. Crazy. Um, I also have solo stuff in the works for the first time in five years. And hey. I'm really, really, really proud of it. And it's sounding so good so far. I don't know when it's going to come out. Probably mid to late 2022. But like, I'm, and if I'm people really wanted to keep I, I have a lot that, of... They would be looking for Trent... Yeah, Trent Rush music at oh, Trent, Trent Rush, Rush music. music. Unless and I decide to rebrand that... because I'm feeling dramatic lately and I'm kind of tired. Of <laughs> That's why I ask. The... You know, I, I don't know so that many... you're going to go by Trent Rush. Like I said, be... put a name to it, honey. That's like, what I've thought about thing. because, like, I I've been Trent Ru- at Trent Rush music forever, and I'm like, that's so normy and boring and fucking, <laughs> you know, like I need to come up with some cool well, name, you know. Well, and once you find your pup name maybe that's you know double yeah, duty there you go. <laughs> uh and now with things opening back up are there any shows anyone coming up so uh, nothing coming up i um i came back to dallas and did a show like a month and a half two months ago and i had i've been fighting a lot of mental health stuff and i had like the biggest panic attack and 
not from performing too. Like performing just felt normal and fine. Like I've been doing that my whole life. It was afterwards of like dealing with the fallout of the show. I was just mm-hmm. like my he- I almost threw up. Like my head hurt. <laughs> oh my god! I, was, I dropped my mic in the toilet too, which was like oh no, really, really, really fucking shitty. Uh, and yeah, that is unfortunate. Like luckily it was an empty toilet, but like I still threw it away. <laughs> but um no shows as of now but um i'm trying to book some stuff on the east coast uh and if i come across any like major opportunities uh you know back in my original like circles and stuff in dallas like obviously i'll take them but since traveling is so expensive i can only take shows that um are worth it i don't want to say worth it because that's (laughs) the time uh yeah like it has to be it has to be uh, like national shows honestly it has to be show opening up for a national act and which i love doing it's my favorite thing yeah nothing like looking out towards 1200 people mesmerized oh my god it's my god fun well again trent thank you so much for being here thank you so Um, much everyone else we'll see we won't see you i'll see andy but we'll talk to you next week fare thee well this has been a Homo's Modern Life production. Thanks for listening. If you want more, check out our sister show, HML Political Hookup, at HML Political Hookup on Instagram. If you want to see what we're up to, you can visit our website, homosmodernlife.com. And if you want to get in touch, you can reach out to us at homosmodernlife at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can cover your body with our merch at HML Shop on Instagram. If you're feeling generous, you can send us a cash tip on Venmo at Homo's Modern Life. Or send us a cash tip on Cash App, dollar sign Homo's Modern Life. Fare thee well. <laughs>